Stay in your own silence. That's pure awareness. Always witnessing but uninvolved. In truth, you are always an observer. You are never ever involved. Even when you don't have this experiential knowledge that you are formless awareness, even then, it's only your misconception your false belief that you are the doer. You are the enjoyer. So what a spiritual seeker does He tries to detach himself or herself from this wrong notion. This wrong notion that he is mind-body. And simply knowing that he is pure awareness, formless, Eternal. This pure awareness, the divinity in us is always there. But it is hidden in the wrong notion. 
as we all think that we are mind. So there is no opportunity for the divinity in us to manifest. You can say a person who has this divinity and as a matter of fact every being has this divinity within is like it's in its seed form there is no opportunity for it to manifest to grow and billions of people they die as a seed though it looks like a big loss but nature is never in a hurry it is only the seed which is at loss and we are all these seeds and so the scriptures say that man is potentially divine why it says so when the man is divine potentially because there is a potential to manifest just by knowing that yes there is a part of us which is divine is not enough so how can we get that divinity in us in its full bloom in its full manifestation that potentially divine human being manifest so we know its divinity within ourselves and the same divinity manifest in the mind body and it spreads and is felt by the other beings by nature by birds by plants it all depends where we put our energy our attention whether to this divinity or whether to the mind body complex we all are busy in our own activities 
day-to-day activities, responsibilities. And we all have to do those things. But then a lot of energy is wasted as a slave to the senses. And we can conserve that energy and put back to attention of awareness, attention to the self. so it to manifest. Paying attention to the Divine Presence will make it manifest in no time. In 24 hours we have limited time, but lot of our energy gets dissipated in enjoyment as a slave to our sensations, sensory organs, sensual pleasures. There is an English word known as entertainment. Who gets entertained? If you see all the things about entertainment, they are for eyes, for taste, for ears, for touch, for smell. And if throughout the day we are busy as a slave in entertaining our sensory organs, then where is the self? Who is paying attention to the self? These sensory organs never ask us to be entertained. And our true self is always pure bliss. Then who in us feels desire for this entertainment? Who is that? Body is insentient. It's not asking for sensory pleasures. Who is this middleman who has a desire? And when the desire is unfulfilled, unsatiated, he becomes sad and depressed, restless, unhappy.
and then he goes for another desire and feels happy for a moment when it gets fulfilled and then goes for another desire it's not a matter that the desire gets fulfilled or stay unfulfilled in both ways he is at loss unfulfilled makes him sad fulfilled is bringing all his attention to the sensory organs to the mind body complex and he is getting more and more attached to it if you want to choose what is best for a seeker an unfulfilled desire when a desire is unfulfilled at least he is trying to look if there is any answer to this unhappiness and these desires are never going to end unless we pay attention to the pure self pure awareness which is desireless which is uninvolved which has no sensory organs which is always complete don't be an advocate of these sensory organs and don't try to please them all the time don't spend your energy in that this is the real obstacle knowingly or unknowingly because of old habits or because we are so much involved in the sensory organs we never look beyond it if you pick up any person in the world everyone is spending time to please sensory organs in one way or the other most of the time is spent in that break this old habit is not easy but if you have interest in knowing the self and if that desire 
that interest, that longing is intense, that will be enough to break this old habit. So intense longing is the answer. Paying attention to the pure self, abiding in pure self, indifferent to all thoughts and getting firmly established in the self is the answer. Write a diary, write a journal at the end of the day, how the day was spent. Everyone has different hobbies, tastes, interests. There is no harm in doing these things. But attachment to all these things is an obstacle. End of the desires is the end of the ego. And until the end of ego, divinity in you cannot manifest. Even one single desire will spoil the show. It's like a poison in the nectar. Another important thing is, whatever happens in our life, whatever pleasures and sorrows you are going to get, no one can stop it. Then why to worry? Why to look for more desires? Why to have aversion from things which you don't like? So the jnani, the person with knowledge, enjoys more than anyone else. 
First thing is he is always in his own bliss and joy. So he has no desire for any entertainment. But yes, if he is being given a good food, he will relish without attachment. But if not given, he will relish whatever is being given. A jnani enjoys more than anyone else. He is enjoying every second, every moment. And still he is free from all the desires, all the attachments. If you understand this, you will realize that we are wasting a lot of energy in desires, attachment to desires, running after them, and then suffering. But for a spiritual seeker, it is a bigger suffering. He has wasted his energy and time in unnecessary and stupid stuff. And remember the only thing limited at this moment is time. Any time already wasted, you can't get. And you don't know how much time is left. So many people sleep at night and they don't get up in the morning. And if this job is not done, it will be postponed for another life. You cannot postpone it. How can you postpone your own freedom? And that to an eternal freedom. Pay all attention to pure awareness.
Stay as a witness to all the activities happening through body-mind complex. And always remember that you're always uninvolved. Attributeless, formless, and you are always the same. Don't pay any attention to thoughts coming to the instrument called mind. Some thoughts comes with heavy emotions and feelings. Be indifferent to your thoughts. Don't suppress and don't get attached to them. If you stay indifferent, they will fade quickly without leaving any impression on you. And the sky will be clear with very less clouds. And these clouds are more see-through. Keep paying attention to this pure self till the sky is completely clear. And then it becomes your natural state. Practice will drop on its own. This is the manifestation of divine within in its full glory. Now the seed is complete tree without any support. Love your silence, love your peace, stay as pure awareness.
It's very, very easy. It all depends on your own interest. You are self. Self is always there. We have neglected it for a long time. Only thing it needs from us is attention. Pay attention to it. First, be aware of this feeling of presence. You can call it I amness. I amness without I. Just a presence without any identity in it, of body, of mind, of intellect, without any concept of culture, family, religion, country, nothing. no name to it. Your name is the name of the body. You have no name. You are this nothingness. Find nothingness in this body complex. Emptiness in this body complex. Pay attention to this Divine Presence. 
can call it Krishna consciousness or a Christ consciousness or pure self or whatever. It is you, that essence is you. And to know this, you don't have to do anything. Doing nothing will take you. Throughout the day, since you wake up and then go to bed at night, stay as pure awareness. Let the mind-body complex do their job. You just stay as a pure witness. That is the practice, that is sadhana. Once you have tasted your own bliss, why would you go back into the mind and think that your mind, which is like a wave on the surface of the ocean, which can only toss and turn you, causes anxiety and suffering. When you know there is so much peace deep into this ocean of bliss, and when this wisdom dawns on you, even the wave, you know, is part of you. And this knowingness 
makes this wave mind-body complex, an instrument of the divine. And that is the reason that the divineness has manifest through this mind-body complex. As the middleman, the advocate, the individual identity called as ego has dropped, has disappeared, vanished into the deep ocean of bliss. There is no ownership of this body-mind complex anymore. So the divine manifests in its full glory in this body-mind complex. All the time. And U.S. awareness is not doing for it anymore. You just stay as pure awareness. As pure awareness, you are the most honest person in the world. Treating mind-body complex as your own is dishonesty, is the first sin. Mind-body complex is destructible. It is part of nature. It is gross, it is a birth and death. You didn't bring it with you. 
you are pure awareness indestructible eternal always the same pure presence body and mind is being given to us by the nature and nature will take it away it's on lease and our ownership is wrong it does not belong to us we didn't create it it has a purpose and the purpose is to know what we are and everyone's purpose is the same whether we know it or not and the whole world is busy in only entertaining this mind body complex which is transient which is not even us what an irony collecting all the money to make this body mind complex happy while the happiness is our true nature break this knot and stay as your pure self all the time give away this ownership of the body mind you can only have ownership if you have created it and if you have not created your body mind complex then how can you have ownership of the things which is body mind has created relations money position name fame all belongs to this body mind this is the biggest dishonesty one day a person came to meet bhagwan shri ramana maharishi and he wrote something on a piece of paper and gave it to him this man was a critique of bhagwan disliked him and wrote everything against him on this piece of paper for him to read 
Bhagwan did some corrections on that piece of paper and gave it back to that man. One of his attendants looked through that paper. Bhagwan corrected the spelling mistakes and grammatical things. And when that man left, that devotee asked Bhagwan that all what was written was wrong, and you just corrected the grammatical mistakes. Bhagwan said that he didn't wrote about me. He wrote about some Ramana Maharishi who lives here in a body. I have nothing to do with that person. This is the clarity of a person in self-abidance. He has no ownership of his own body-mind complex. What people think about that body-mind complex. We should have no ownership of this. People appreciate, people criticize, body has some suffering, mind has some thoughts. It is none of our business. One day this body-mind will drop anyway. Why don't you drop it? Stay as pure awareness. And when the death will come to the body, it cannot take anything from you. Because you are the most honest person. It is like you are living in a rented house. And the owner of that house comes and asks you to leave. And then you get so attached, no, 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 I was living for last hundred years, I don't want to go, please leave me. This is dishonesty. You should be ready to leave any time.
Dishonesty is if you think ego, intellect, mind, all these gadgets provided in this house is yours. You have nothing. You are nothing. Don't pick up anything. Be honest person. Be a surveillance. There was one dishonesty you were doing for so many births. When death was coming, you were stealing away the mind with you. This time, don't steal anything from this house. I'll tell you a beautiful anecdote. A few years back, I went to Big Island in Hawaii. And then there's a volcano there, which is still erupting. And a lot of people try to bring those volcano stones with them. And everyone packed few of those volcanoes in their bags. And when we all sat in the bus, the bus driver who was a local, she said to us that whoever will take the stone, this volcano from here, will die soon, will have curse. Can you believe everyone dropped their stones? And this is the volcano which we are carrying for so many births, which is a curse on us. And nobody tells us, don't touch this peace. This is a curse. This mind is a curse. If you take this with you, when you drop this body, you have to come to this world and suffer and do all this drama again and then non-ending drama. And if you don't pick up this mind, 
when this time death comes, no curse to you, you will be free. But how would you remember when the death comes that don't pick up the mind? We don't know when death is coming, when death is on our door. So be ready now. Drop the mind. Be free even before the death comes. This is in your self-interest. Be empty, be free, be nothingness, be happy, always stay in your bliss, bliss of nothingness, bliss of nobody, bliss of emptiness. And this is the only purpose we are born. We have nothing else to do after knowing this. You are completely free now, eternally. No foundations, no bondage, no luggage, no baggage. You are free. Free forever. So